This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one on the counter-attack. Forestieri. everybody hope you're all well i'm sure everybody's rather pleased with that result and a performance where i don't think we played as well or as badly as we did on tuesday against uh, norwich we never hit the lows nor the highs there was a, it was a difficult game and i think credit to hull who i thought were personally i thought were tremendous opponents you can see the guys on on the opposition view from hull and back were were really raving about Philogene. Philogene bid ace as he was at Cardiff last season because he's really looking like he's coming on a bomb. But also Scott Twine, also the lad, I forget his name, on the right-hand side. And uh, and uh, Rory Delap's lad, Liam Delap. Looked very good indeed. Looked very good indeed. But we, we showed some some different characteristics, some different qualities. And of course, and I appreciate that people will make this about the, the selection that was made to keep it the same team as on Tuesday but I don't think that actually makes this game about Dan Backman what that makes this game about is actually about Ben Hamer in fairness who I didn't think had the best of first halves personally but it comes down to being those individual moments doesn't it and uh, and let's face it he had a number of practice penalties away at Stevenage for the second game of the season in the League Cup didn't get really close to one of them but today he did today he did and that was that was one turning point and then the second came from (laughs) From Wesley Hoot, who I thought had a super game, topped off obviously with a with a quite spectacular, quite spectacular goal. So there we go, there we go. As ever, guys, it's not about what I think; it is about what you think. So please feel free to uh, send in your five word reviews, send in the long forms, just in response to uh, this Twitter tweet or whatever we want to call it, a Twitter space tweet, and we will go through those and we will come to everybody and see what everybody thinks. Let's get across to. Let me add in Rich WFC2. Then we're going to go to Uncle. Then we're going to go to Sean. And anybody else wants to get your request in, please do. Rich, sir, what did you think of that? That was without a shadow of a doubt. And I don't often disagree with you, Pete, but 
without a shadow of a doubt, that was the best performance of the season by a long way. From start to finish, we had little blips in a bit, but considering the quality of the team that we were playing Mm -hmm. on their own patch, that was a superb performance. That is everything that I want to see in my football team, and that's why I get so frustrated. That that. That was front foot football. They was looking to attack. They were looking to create chances. Yes, we have our deficiencies. There are certain players who shouldn't be in that team, in my opinion, but that's for another day. I'm not looking for negatives tonight. Okay. That was an excellent performance that was managed well by the team. There was some superb individual performances today. I thought Kone, the way he just glided along that pitch today, was sublime and superb. Hoyt as captain and, well, what what can you say about the goal? Magnificent, because he he knew exactly what he was doing. People can say, oh, you shinned one there or whatever. He looked up, he won the tackle, he looked up and he placed it into the corner, the roof of the net. Magnificent. He led as captain, I thought, again, Livermore, a little bit quieter than the other night, but still had a yeah. very good game. And fair play to Ben Hamer. And I'm, I'm he may not be that he may be a limited goalkeeper, but I tell you what he's done. He's calmed down our defence. He's a calm head. He holds the ball. He can pass the ball. He doesn't look to panic. He made an excellent penalty save. And, yeah. and when you see when you see that, if any of the fans that are in the stadium, you watch it back, you'll see it from behind the goal. It's an excellent save. And he was pretty strong and commanding all game. And I just thought it was a superb performance. And it was really pleasing to see. The substitutions were, let's say, interesting. I think most of us looked at them and thought, wow, they're interesting ones. But <laughs> they, they came off. I'm not quite sure if Emma stayed on and Martins didn't take his place. But we packed the defence and went with <laughs> however many centre-arse we had on that pitch at the end of the game. But he got the result. And... All honestly, yes, Philogene had a great game. He's a good player. You can obviously see it. But he had lots of shots. But it wasn't exactly came across his goal saving every five seconds. And no. no, I thought it was, without a shadow of a doubt, the best foot. I mean, people talk about the other night. And yes, we came back for 75 minutes. And I wasn't on spaces the other night. And I didn't go to the game. I watched yeah. it. But Norwich City were all over Watford for 15, 20 minutes. And the key moment was when they lost the, the guy who just scored the goal because he was pressed like everybody else and that that was a turning point in that game credit to Watford they were off their leash and they had to come back into that game when you're 2-0 down at home there's only one way to play and credit to them they did it but we're talking about a 90 minute performance in my opinion I think we were much much better today because we looked like a football team and we looked like a team that cared and suddenly they're a likeable team and they look like they want to play for each other and excellent afternoon and uh, I'm really pleased and I'm pleased for the away supporters because it's a bloody cold day and it's a long way to go and they've seen a performance and they've seen their team give everything and that's all we want. You know, at one all and even when the penalty was given, I thought, that's harsh. It's a 2-1. This will be a disappointing result. But they played well. And I'm going to go on spaces and say that even though we've lost. Thankfully, I'm going on spaces and saying it that we've won. And fantastic. Great afternoon. Lovely stuff. And and for anybody who's listening, don't worry about disagreeing with me. I'm more than happy to have people <laughs> go, I don't disagree with you. What do you think? <laughs> that's fine. What I meant was the fact that we, never, we didn't play as bad as we did in that first 15 minutes. And there no. were some periods in that... In, in that second 70 minutes, second 70 minutes, that's an oxymoron if ever I've heard of it, that, that kind of we 
elevated. But no, you're saying it was great. Mm. I agree with you about the substitutions because mm. I was nervous about it when he bought both Pollock and Sierra Alta <laughs> on 89 minutes against Norwich. Yeah. He did it on 79 minutes this time. And it was like, oh, my Lord. But but it, interestingly, when we spoke to Ant from Hullenbach, one of the things that, that he and, and his, his colleague Nathaniel had said was that they struggle, Hull struggle against teams who defend deep. And they mm. said, do you defend deep well? And we went, no, not really. No, we're, we're more likely. And so so packing it out and doing that was maybe playing to something that they were weak at. The thing that I was, I don't know about you, but I was so impressed with was every time the ball went out to Philogene in that last 10 to 15 minutes or from whenever it was that Tom Ince came on, he came, he doubled back in and after the subs, it was yeah. Porteous and him who double teamed him. And we, he still got through and had that vicious shot that just hit the top of the uh, top of the net, but uh, they negated it. So cool, happy day. And I agree. I think Hull are... Uh, yeah, no. I, you know, next time Hull are on, I'm going to be watching. Put it that way. I thought they, were, yeah. I thought they were useful and and more than more than easy on the eye in terms of how they play the game. Liam Rossini is doing a fine job there. I think. Yeah, definitely. Good. It's a really good day, and that's for that reason that I'm saying it. I think that it Lovely. was an, an excellent performance, and uh, yeah, really enjoyed it, and it kept me engaged. And I thought, and I, I felt disappointed when the penalty was given because I thought we were going to lose it, and I thought. That's harsh today. They don't deserve that today. But thankfully, the, the gods are with us and the wondrous Hoyt comes up with quite a magnificent goal. And what a, game, what a goal to win a game. Great night. Great well, night. Games changing moments, but you've got to show that character for 90 minutes, have you? haven't you? Rich, have a great yeah, evening, yeah. sir. Lovely to Thank hear you. from you. And, and let's hope we, we carry it on with a, a, decent, a decent performance. And uh, well, um, if we do the performance, then the result hopefully will look after itself against Southampton, but we shall see. Thank you for that, Rich. Let's get across to, uh, let's get across to, uh, to Uncle Ron and find out what his thoughts were after what was, obviously, you're in Florida. I don't quite know what the weather's like there, but at one point it showed the weather over the, over the in Hull and it was where colour and cold goes to die. It looked very bitter. Yes, it's very warm and sunny here. Oh, our heart bleeds for you. Our heart bleeds <laughs> no, for you. No. Go, mate. What do you think of today? Uh, I, I agree with a lot of Rich had to say. That was a wonderful result. In the week I tweeted that I was very wrong about Livermore, my initial reaction to his signing and calling him decrepit. He's clearly proved he's not decrepit. And I got that one very wrong. He's been brilliant since he's come into the side. Fair play uh, for but there is, there is one thing I have got very right, though, Peter, mm-hmm. and that's guarding Daniel Backman. Now, Ben Hamer is not the answer to the long-term goal. Agreed. Position, but as, as what Rich said, he's very calm. And you will have noticed, I, I presume, and others, that when Hull were awarded their penalty, the Watford players were very calm about it. None of them went into the ref's face, ran up to him, and screamed in his face. None of them. They calmly asked him to talk to his lines. When he didn't, they accepted the award of the penalty. Unlike Daniel Backman, who has continually been petulant and abusive towards referees. Okay. And that, 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 affects the team. Someone, the goalkeeper, who is not calm, who is anxious, who is nervous, affects the whole team. So hopefully that's the last time against Norwich that the Batman will ever play for Watford. And that and, and that's the end of it for him, hopefully. I doubt that's the case for, for reasons along the lines of 
him having a five-year contract. But I do think that, first of all, credit to Valerian Ishmael today for making what obviously it is and was a big call in terms of saying, no, he'd come out in the Watford Observer and something that's been discussed here with everybody when we've been talking about it, especially last week, obviously, when he did get sent off with that second yellow card against Leicester, was the fact that as the captain... It makes him almost. It makes him almost undroppable. And having changed that, he's then, I think, sent a message, which is look after your performances first, and then worry about the, the those other elements. And I think Hoot's calm captaining today and leading by example because I thought he had a funny old passing game on Tuesday in the first half, but then again, everybody did. But he was calm. He's assured. He's playing. He's played his way. I think this season into the hearts of many a Watford fan who has. So I think that the calmness with which you're talking, I think is an entirely fair and reasonable point. My thought would be though, that I would hope that at some stage, whilst we don't have mature cover, shall we say, other than, uh, other than Hamer today, who did well, but is if Backman gets in, gets a chance to step back off off the bench, he can just concentrate on his own goalkeeping performance first and foremost. Because Hamer had some flappy moments on Tuesday, but, to not, but today, in and of that moment, came to the fore. He did very well. But I think the uh, the calmness is a fair point. But I think the determination that we saw all over the park was surely another step in the right direction, wasn't it? Definitely. A very, as, as I said, a wonderful yeah. result. Performance, fantastic battling. Good brilliant. stuff. Good Absolutely stuff. Brilliant. But Hamer can stay in. If we're in December, Peter, and the, the window opens in January, Hamer can stay in. He's not, he's not the, the long-term answer, but he can stay in. And a new goalkeeper should be brought in for the first day of the window opening. And that's the problem is the five-year contract. I've mentioned it before. The worst decision any owner has made in football regarding a contract extension. I stand by that in world football in history. No one else would have done it after the last season Backman had. No one else but Pozzo would have given him a five-year deal. But I've said that. But a new goalkeeper has to come in, and that should be the last of Backman. He doesn't need to play for Watford again. Thank you. There we go. That's that's Uncle Ron ringing in from America. And thank you so much for sticking there whilst we were having nightmares as we, with the technical side of things, as we often do. Let's, let's chance our arm and see if we can go eastbound. Jack, I'm going to come to you afterwards. But first of all, let's go to to see if we can get John Takanadi in. So we've gone west. Let's go east. Why not? John, sir, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, very well indeed. Very well. Good. Did, good today, wasn't it? Yeah. Good, good after today. Anyway, <laughs> again, we're we, we're going from the cold, chilly North Sea kind of area of Hull uh, to, yeah. to to Florida, and and then back across the other way to. Uh, wow. <laughs> so what? Yeah. What did what did you make of it then? Well, it looked very cold there. Really chilly. It's actually very. These are the night. This is the winter in the UAE, so it's it's actually quite manic. These are nice temperatures. So, yeah, watching, seeing that and seeing how people were all covered up was, <laughs> you, you really, you're very grateful for where I am at the moment. I but bet. Uh, I the game, so it's already been said, there's, it was full of heart, full of courage. Amazing. I was really impressed with that. I, I have to say, I think there's a couple of things, actually. I thought Kayembe, he took that goal really well, didn't he, that yeah, when he absolutely. scored? Yeah, really. And it's funny because as soon as he got it, I, I thought, oh, he's taken a touch too many and he's going to sky it. 
but, but he didn't. He held his nerve and he put it away nicely. And only a few minutes after that, he did exactly what I thought he was going to do. I, I don't know if you remember, like, uh, Cross yes, came in again, yes. I think. <laughs> And he, did exactly, he didn't take he, a touch. Yeah, he put it right. Yeah. He put it right and it went, and that's exactly what I thought he was going to do the first time. But no, uh, incredible. And I don't know what happened with that second one. I know, I know Hoot made an incredible challenge. Uh, sorry, I mean with uh, Hull's goal. I know he, uh, Hoot made an incredible challenge to cut it out. But then I don't know if Porteous was involved in, in or, or not involved where he should have been to stop that goal going in. I don't know. I've just been looking through the tweets. I did watch it, but I've just been looking through the tweets and I don't know if there was any kind of oversight from him. But anyway, they, they scored um, and, and that was a good goal. But I, I thought, obviously, Hoot's goal was incredible after that, um, that, that people can hear me around here when I shout. <laughs> and nobody knows who Watford are, by the way. So <laughs> no, it was quite no why there's a bloke screaming in, in this in this house over there so uh, i thought that was amazing but i think also from a, a team perspective it's great to see players who are who we've spoken about having potential actually reaching some of it now so in the last game you obviously had kone that scored this game you've had hoot that scored an absolute i thought i hope david beckham was watching that because he hopefully he'll learn from it <laughs> It was it yeah, that was incredible. So it's good to see that happen, and it's good to see that there is some kind of cohesion now and, and a plan uh, uh, and some resilience and fight with the team. I don't necessarily agree with all the talk about Batman. To be honest, I think he's uh, you know all right. He's passionate and he remonstrates with people. I, I think that's fine. I, I'm, I'm not. Don't be abusive. You don't have to be abusive to anyone. But mm-hmm. but I, I don't mind the I don't mind the fact that he's passionate and he and he's his heart's. He's, isn't he Dave Bamber's son-in-law? <laughs> so uh, he's got a connection to the club. So I, I don't mind that at all. But I, I, what worries me, I think yeah. my concern actually is, and, and obviously you've got Livermore who played in a cracking game again. What concerns me though is the depth of this squad because we're now going into, well, it looked very cold on TV. Yeah. So it's a cold period coming up. I think it's called winter. And you've got a squad there and there are going to be injuries, aren't there? That's what happens. So do we have the depth to be able to work our way through that and fight our way out of it? If it happens, it might not happen. I don't know. I don't know. You've got the likes of Leicester and Southampton and, and Leeds as well, who have got deep squads. And that's ultimately what carries you or, or what helps you push through. Do we have that? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I Looking at that squad, that team now, I think that's the best team we've got, give or take. And I'd hate to lose any of them, I think, uh, for, for any period of time, because I think they've done exceptionally well the last few games. Very good. Very good. I mean, it, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I think it's a data Herald Hamer rather, rather than focus on Dan Backman. But I can understand why Ron wants to say it, because Backman has been literally undroppable because he was the captain in that respect. And therefore, if he was fit, he would play. I think it's a brave decision for from Valerian to uh, to go, no, I'm going to stick with with the team. I'm going to stick with the captain. He'd come out and talked about maybe needing to kind of change his mind about the captain. That's how he's seeing it. That's fine. That's great. But I certainly don't see it as being a uh, the end to Dan Backman's career at this moment in time. I just hope he gets to concentrate on the, 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 the goalkeeping situation. He doesn't have to charge out 60 yards every three times every game to go and remonstrate with the referee because of the latest rules. We were chatting about this uh, last week. But a couple of things. In terms of the squad that we've got, I think the area 
where it's been mentioned was, have we got enough coverage at centre-back? Because at one stage today, we had all of our senior signed centre-backs on the pitch. That that was all of them. And therefore, there was no more. The cupboard was literally bare if you wanted to, if one of them got injured anymore. Granted, we had four on the pitch at that particular point, but we might want to have some depth there. I, the one sour note for me was probably Ryan Andrews going in and getting a rather impetuous yellow card because I thought for the rest of the game, he was going to be up against Philogene on a yellow card. But in fairness to him, he dug it out. And the reason that's important is because, as you say there, and Gaki has got a uh, got a stress fracture, so he's out for the foreseeable future at this moment in time. So yeah. we need Ryan to, to make sure he's still there. Some innovative substitutions with 10 minutes to go, as we've already said, basically saw Andrews come out and, and Portia switch out to there, which was Interesting. I thought he did a, yeah. a good and solid job. But the counter with that one negative, I think also, which I just wanted to ask you about, was I've come on here now, oh, crikey, however many games it has been since we've had Ryovic, and I have said he does nothing apart from score goals. Today, he's he's trying to become a target man today. I thought he really put in, I'm, I'm not saying he's a finished article, by no means, but he was really trying to mm. hold the ball up and, you know, get the ball and deliver it off to colleagues and then hook back in again. Did you think that was an improved performance yeah. outside of the box from him? I, I did. I did. I think uh, he's obviously listened to the podcast and he's dropping a bit deeper now and again. And Clearly. he was, yeah. And he's, yeah, definitely trying to work that side of it. However, at the same time, and I, and I know people have said this before, is the, the, the guy's got one job and he does that job really well. I was thinking back actually to, to years ago and I remember when we hired a guy or, or signed a guy do you remember that guy Trevor Senior we, we got him from Reading after he'd scored like thousands of goals for Reading and he couldn't do anything at Watford yeah. and then a few years ago we had Andre Gray who actually would he covered a lot of ground he's a very fit guy covered a lot of ground but he had no control whatsoever scored a few good goals but at the same time he, you couldn't rely on him. You've got someone now in Ryovic who actually can put it away. Give it to him in the right area. He will actually score it. And I think that's it. You, you've got one job. Just do it. I would say if dropping deep, like it affected Harry Kane at Tottenham at one point, didn't it? And even Wayne Rooney at Man United many years ago. Yeah. If dropping deep is going to affect you scoring, then don't drop deep. Just do what you do best. Stay up. Stay up in the six-yard box. You're a massive Nordic Viking score the goals and, and that's all we need that's all we need we were crying out for a number nine we've got a number nine who scores goals leave him there you you leave nearly, him there. you nearly went to Troy Hawk's description of Erling Haaland there didn't you an enormous Nordic, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A Nordic meat shield as he described <laughs> yeah exactly yes, yes who knows maybe we've got one of those excellent there you go well, John brilliant stuff sir thank you very much thank you uh, do do try and do try and see yourself through the uh, through the winter that you, that you I will I'm going to come in, in, in two weeks' time. Um, so hopefully I will be around for the Boxing Day game if people are there. I'll, I'll try and meet up with people. Fantastic. And I might try and get to Preston or Blackburn, one or the other. Although I looked at the map today and they are actually very close to each other, although the games are a week apart. So I don't think I can just go up there and stay there for the week. I don't, so. I don't think you want to do that. <laughs> no. That so, but yeah, anyway, for the home game, perhaps, perhaps we can meet up. Brilliant stuff, John. Keep making right. noises that the uh, that the neighbours don't understand there, because after uh, yeah, all, there, there is John, who is indeed our ambassador to the UAE still. That's still an official title, I believe. I could be making that up. Hi, this is Troy Hawk, and this is the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Let's get across to Jack. Jack, sir, how you doing? It's a bit of a blessing and a curse Ooh. for me today. I got to watch this game, but the only reason I'm not working is because I've taken ill with a sore throat. So ah. apologies if I break out in a coughing fit in the middle of this. That's okay. Uh, but I think the last time I was on here, I just mentioned how like each game gets madder than the last. And this one, I felt <laughs> <laughs> went the same way. Um, but to, to Uncle Ron's point, I felt like that was one of the most complete games we've seen from the team all year um and if ben hammer is a calming presence i think that's a very good thing for us uh, there were a couple of times where hall seemed like they were going to uh, break through the back line and either hook or porteous uh, recovered well enough to defuse the situation i think in particular i'd like to, to throw ryan porteous a bone because we've been very hard on him the last couple of weeks, yep. if not longer. And I think he acquitted himself very well today. Whenever it wasn't Hoot cleaning up a, a dangerous defensive chance, it was Porteous. So that pairing, which we've been on and off about, I think can still do some great things for us. Good stuff. No, I agree with that and wholeheartedly. I thought we, we started to see the, I think, the green shoots of... Uh, of decent Porteous performances because he has been shaky in fairness on Tuesday against Hull I thought he looked a, a, a lot better and again today and this does echo back to Ron's point about the calmness being transmitted to the centre-backs I think that's a very fair point especially because it's it's giving credit to Hamer not for something he's doing directly but something he is indirectly doing to the team and and if that's the case fantastic because yeah it was it was solid it was a defensive rock and and I thought who was you know if, if you look at their goal where Scott Twine came out, it was an interesting one because he was actually wider, wider left. He was really in the left back position, and and Jamal Lewis was recovering centre, but who got right across from absolutely nowhere to get the the first block in, and then of course the the ball spun for Scott Twine to finish it, which was a shame. But between the two of them there, I think that was possibly. But you let me know if I'm wrong, guys. Possibly the most complete centre back performance that we've seen from there and then what did you think to the tactical change in the last 10 minutes because tactical changes are a brave thing to do they either succeed or they fail so they're pretty binary really in terms of whether or not you got it right or not what did you think about his use of Sierra Alta and and uh, Pollock and then shifting shifting Porteous outright because that was a side we haven't seen from Porteous before yes and I, I wasn't surprised that it was a general defensive-minded change, but I think the inclusion of Pollock still has me a little worried. I'm not entirely sure what he is or, or what role he'll play for us, but 
happy to see Spear Alta back, and they managed to hold down the fort for the last 10 minutes. So um, I'm in a position where I dare not question anything that Val does at this point. I Maybe it's just because I don't want to question a manager anymore, but also I think he's making a lot of good decisions. Good stuff. Good stuff. Jackson, we hope your sore throat, and thank you for... Uh... Uh, for taking your time to, uh, to to speak to us today and risking that said sore throat to, to chat to us. That's, in, that's, uh, that's an important one. Right, we're going to go to John. Then we're going to be coming to Wendover, then Alfie, then Rudy, then Neil. So, guys, do stay with us and we'll get you in there. I hope that the gremlins have now passed. At least I'm, I've got fingers crossed and everything here. John, sir, if you want to hit your mic button, there you go. I can even hear John's there. Look at that. John, oh, sir, how are we doing? I'm OK. I've just pulled over because I've uh, just been coming back from celebrating the game at my dad's. So, uh... Uh, Oh, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Mr. Parzo, seeing you well? He is very well, and happy birthday, Carl, and Merry Christmas to everybody here, because I think it was... It's December, so let's start. Let's start now. It was great. Yeah, I mean, what, what can be better than ending up dancing around the room with your eight-year-old dad? Um, but oh boy, I spent the last ten minutes standing up watching <laughs> the game in front of the telly. <laughs> and it's interesting what you said about those subs, because I was like. He's gone too early. He's gone too early. We can't. We're just going to sit back. And it was, uh, yeah. But obviously, it worked. And uh, Val, we trust, right? Yeah. Oh, but actually, yeah. in that in that last tranche of subs, I tell you what, Ince though. I mean, the ability to bring on someone like him who's just got the savvy, the nous to draw the foul, to to win the ball, to keep the ball in the corner. Uh, yeah, that was important as well, right? As well as the centre backs. So. And, and- He's doubling up with Porteous once he'd come on mm. against Philogene, who looks like he will probably enjoy one the rest of the season in the championship. And then I, if I would, I'd be very surprised if Aston Villa didn't go back and get him again. If their buyback clause allows it, I think they have to be in the same division as Hull at the time. But I could see somebody coming in and snaffling him. He looked the kind of player that we always hoped yeah. that Domingos Kina would become, but never did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and you're right about Andrews. I know it's already been said, but he was having a storming a game against him, and and then it was from. I, I was slightly worried after it was one all for a little bit, and because I thought we were just so open in the middle of the park, and I thought Livermore started off like for that period that he just wasn't there, but then he put in one stonking, breaking tackle, and from then on we just looked absolutely sublime. It was really good. It was really good. I, I've got to apologise to Hamer though, live to everybody. I, I've been. Calling him not a number two, a good backup, but not a number two. But he stepped up to. He really did step up today. Yeah, saw obviously saw a lot of good. Really technically good with his feet, but I had concerns about his general do, yeah, domination and ability to get off the ground. To be honest, but he proved me really wrong today. So so that was superb as well. But I've got one curveball, one curveball thing. Throw away. I mean, and, and I never thought we'd say this, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm really worried about Kambe because. He could go to the African nations and we're going to miss him. And I'm going, how on earth has that happened? The player I'm most worried about losing could be Kembe out of the team. It is, it is quite a revelation when you think the two players that we are risking going off to the AFCOM is loser and Kembe. And we're all sitting there going, you remember loser? <laughs> he was on the bench again today. Didn't, didn't mm. get anywhere, didn't get anywhere near, near playing. Tom Deli Bashiru comes on because. He came on and for a very short cameo, did well. Got into a game that was going at pace straight away, which was very impressive. But you're right. KMB shifted that little bit further forward. It's brought a lease of life to him, I think. And and obviously getting on the score sheet won't hurt. I think the... I, I had a look at the uh, athletic piece that mentioned it, I think it was the other day, when it suggested that 
I think KMB's been in their squad, but not got off the bench. But of course, when they go to the AFCOM, they're going to be taking, what, 25 players? Best. I don't think we've got a hope of him not travelling and, and therefore being out for a fair stint in, in January, obviously. I think that it's up for grabs as to whether or not, a bit like the last few seasons, whether or not they would play, the last game would be Boxing Day or the interim game between Christmas and New Year, or indeed the last game before... Yeah, on New Year's Day before before you'd have to go off on a. I think it could be. I think it could be that. Yes, no, that that would yeah. be that'd well, be a danger. The only saving grace on that is because I do I do think on the squad depth. I think we need. I mean, right backs contentious about what happens, but I think we need three in. Still think I'd like to see us get another striker. I think we all know we just need an option for CDM for a central defensive midfielder to to give <laughs> Livermore a break or to challenge him anyway or somebody can do that and uh, yeah pro- and probably that left side did centre back in case who has a problem so so but they with the risk of losing him for AFCON I think they will they, they must be looking at someone they have to really I think yeah, for, for that one yeah, and we will we'll deal with that. But of course, we are now only a month away from that. So let's hope that that the powers that be are planning to make, as Ron mentioned. I mean, obviously, you're talking about the goalkeeper department, but early signatures. If you're going to bring people in, especially with that Afcon situation, bring them in so that they can do the most good for the longest period of time. Thank you, John. Lovely to hear Take from care. you. Take care. Cheers, mate. Take care. And three points on the back, Gammon. Let's go. Oh, yes, I was going to say. Yes. If anybody didn't see the preview video, John, you really don't like Hull very much, do you? No. Oh, God. It's a long story which I won't tell now, but when it, when I found out that Philip Larkin was like a resident of Hull and he didn't even seem to like it that much... and. I've got a trauma from Philip Larkin at uni as well. Yeah, two two horrible things collided into some angst, but it'll be a lot more positive. It'll be a lot more positive going forward. You'll you will love the Southampton. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Wonderful stuff. Cheers, John. Thank you, sir. All right. Anybody who's completely confused by what we were talking about there, obviously we do the opposition view, uh, where we talk to uh, our, uh, our our co our kind of colleagues or our counterparts at various clubs, and and John and uh, Ben and Jarvis do predictions, and we get various videos that we put put up on Twitter, and it involves basically dogs, tombolas, and indeed backgammon. Let's get across to Wendover, who the last time I heard had made his merry way north and was extremely extremely cold. Greg, have you warmed up a little bit? Jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to see the Watford win away. Hey. Uh, you went with the hoy yeah, rather I'm than the hay at the end. That's a nice tradition. I like that. Hey. <laughs> hey how you I'm, doing? I'm here with Colin and we've got you the, with you on. We've got our heated seats on in the car. Oh, so we're have. thawing out. Wasn't that lovely, boys? Wasn't that lovely? I told you on Tuesday night, a win at... Didn't I? I told you, you we'd up here at Hull and we'll be on the verge of the playoffs. We are. We're three points off the playoffs. Great performance. Yeah, we rode our luck. We rode our luck in the second half. Fabulous penalty save by, by Hamer. And what a goal. What a goal by, by Hoyt. And I'm on the Watford website tonight, myself and Colin, <laughs> celebrating, celebrating <laughs> the, the Hoyt goal. Yeah. So, in picture uh, or in video? In picture. Peter, oh, in oh if, somebody, so, uh, if somebody can find that and post that up on on do not scratch your eyes throw that to us i'll 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 put that up i'll post that most J- certainly jacob coolshaw's already put it on twitter yeah. oh there you go <laughs> yeah. you've already got you've already yeah. got your pr media person sorting you out i'm glad to yeah, hear you yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's, he's a good lad. Yeah. So come on then. Yeah. How, how was the atmosphere, other than cold, obviously, with uh, all, all those Watford fans and well done, everybody who travelled. Christmas is coming. It's bloody cold. Yeah. It's a long way and you, you, you've done it again. You, and, and for the first time since February, that's two wins now, obviously, after Swansea. No, I, now, didn't so go, well I didn't go in February, mate. This is the first time I've on all my miles I've seen us win since New, since New oh, Year's wow. Day. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, oh, wow. So that... Rather happy. What I wanted to talk tonight, Pete, was about the togetherness of the squad. You can see they all like each other. You can see that they are bonding. You can see... Me and Cole, we went in a little bit early today. We saw them warming up. And I tell you what, we've got a skipper there. He's Livermore, as I said on Tuesday, he's a skipper, but he hasn't got the armband on. Yep. Uh, all the messages from the bench go through Livermore. When they're warming up, he's there geeing a sprayer up, give him a little word in his ear, this, that, and the other. He's a skipper. And the togetherness of the squad, you could see that they like each other. We're a team. And that is the first time I felt we are that type of unit for a very long time. And it's very nice to see in my opinion lovely stuff who would you pick out as today's man of the match oh that's a tough one Hoyt, uh, probably played well yeah I thought bag. I thought Hoyt was good as, as Cole said I thought Portois was good mm. I think the young man might be <laughs> taken out from time to time I thought it was a very naive a yellow card he picked up in the first half. He's going to be a great player, but that might be it. If Ngakia was on the bench, I think you would have seen, and he's not because he's got a stress fracture, of course. Yeah. I think you would have. I think you would have seen him on the pitch in the second half, and that might be an area we might need to bolster in if Ngakia is going to be out for some time. Yeah. One question John was talking about the African nations. Let's not forget who our owner is, chaps, and if he can find a reason for. KMB not to go. I think he'll find one. Oh, when, when, you know? when, when has preventing anybody leaving for the African Cup of Nations ever gone badly yeah. for us? I could be wrong. I think we've paid off nearly three years of that 600-year curse. That's good, yeah. isn't it? That's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just lovely to see. It's lovely to see a team with a capital T, a team, playing for each other. And, yeah, we were backs to the wall in the second half, and they had three players that I love the look of. I like the guy, the MK Dons man, the Burnley player. Twine, that's, Scott Twine, uh, yeah. Twine, I love him. You know, why Vincent Company doesn't... I'm sure he'll grab him back in January. Well, must he- had an injury. I did actually on on the opposition view. It didn't make the edit because I turned around and said Scott Twine was a player we were looking at when he was at MK Dons yeah. quite yeah. covetously, and he said, "No, we've got him in from Burnley, but he's had a long term injury. He's not really done anything." Needless oh, to say, okay. needless to say, the following day against Rotherham, as we were playing Norwich, he scored for them and has come back in. And needless to say, he scored against us. Yeah, you know, so, good. so good. he's really coming back in. The other one I'm like presuming them. was was Philogene, who just looked yeah, a bundle like, of tricks. I, I like. Philogene and I like their number four centre-back. Lovely cultured left foot he's got. Lovely left foot. Big tall lad. I think his name's Greaves. Right. Yeah. He, he'll, go, he'll, he'll, go, he'll play in the Premier League for somebody. Well, he's, he's been at Hull since he was eight years old. He's come through there. He's the quintessential. He's one of our own. Okay. So, uh, so okay. we'll see who comes through. But good to see that they impressed you. It, it, it seemed a calm... Uh, the conversation seemed to have gone to, look, it was a calm level of defending. It wasn't seemingly panicky. Yeah. Did that feel no, like that wasn't. in the, uh, yeah, in the way end? It did. 
And I'm sure most people, I, I'm always, when we're rolling one goal up going into the next, the last 10 minutes, I'm always heading, heading my hands worried. But no, we did, what I thought we did very well is we played the game out very well going into the corners. And so, you know, often haven't done that for, you know, for many years. We, we rode the clock down very well. Nine out of 10 today, mate. Nine out of 10 for a great, great team performance and there's a new Ben Hamer song on the on the, I, I, you must have picked it up on the telly come on you've, give, you've, you've given us jingle bells I think I'm speaking for everybody listening that we all want to don't we yes we do that, that was actually real people saying that not just me yeah. we all want to hear you Wendover Horn <laughs> give us a rendition of said song okay I like it oh oh here we go Super Ben Hamer in goal. Oh, look at that, everybody. That was Wendover with with Colin giving three-part <laughs> harmony at the back. Excellent stuff. <laughs> Gentlemen, All right. you wend your merry way home, safe yes, and sound. Mate. It's cold out there, as I said earlier on. They showed some pictures outside of the ground, and it looks like where colour went to die. It really does, Hull. So <laughs> so make sure you try and come away, because it's very cold there. Safe journey We're back, fellas. Cheers, mate. Wonderful See stuff. Bye, mate. See Bye. you. Cheers, Colt. Thank you. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.